I'm so happy you found Virago 24-7. If you're loving this podcast, please go to wherever you're listening and rate the show. Five stars would be very much appreciated. I wouldn't mind a review as well. And also, please share, share, share this podcast with your friends. Hi, I am your host, Leonette Talley, and you are listening to Virago 24-7. Virago is Latin for female warrior, and 24-7 is for all day, every day. Virago 24-7 is a weekly podcast that brings diverse women together to talk about life and our experiences in this world. We share our views on self-love, mental health, marriage, children, friendships, and really anything that needs to be talked about. Here, you will find everyday growth, everyday healing with everyday warriors. Hey, everybody. It is me, Leonette. And today I have no guest. It is just me, myself, and I uh, for the very first time. I wanted to just do a quick show by myself before I go on this really, really, really awesome trip. I am going to Puerto Rico um, this week, and I'm so excited. I'm going with my husband, Philip, our three kids, my brother and his wife and my two nieces, and my mom and her husband. And as most people know, if they know me, um, they know that I was born in Puerto Rico, but I mostly grew up here in the States. And, you know, being Puerto Rican, and I'm also Dominican um, from my dad's side, his family is from Dominican Republic. It's just like a huge part of who I am internally. And I absolutely hate that it's been over 15 years since I've been there and my kids have never been there. Well, my oldest, she was there when she was one. So who remembers what was happening when they were one? So technically I would say they've never been there. And I don't have a big family there. My mom, I want to have her on the podcast because she has a, a fascinating story, but my mom was born and raised there and she was raised by people that weren't family, um, weren't blood. It wasn't really like an adoption type deal. So I can't say, oh, she was adopted. It's just she was kind of given to different people to be raised. And anyways, I can't I can't wait to have her on. Um, she's a little bit nervous to come on because her she says her English is not that great, but she has a, a very fascinating story. Her mom died when she was a baby and her dad like I said, just pretty much uh, left her to be raised by other people while he started his family. And my mom just met her two sisters uh, a few years ago. I don't know, I would say within the last 10 years. And I met one of them. She came here to Atlanta, to Georgia, and I met her in 2019. And the other sister, who's my aunt, and I believe we're the same age, which is quite interesting, um, I will be meeting her for the first time on this trip. And um, their dad, um, obviously they all three share the same dad, but I, we've met him a few times growing up when we would go visit and, um, you know, Puerto Rico and before he passed away a few years ago. But for whatever reason, he just, you know, he didn't bring my mom into his life. And so she was raised by other people. 
And I'm saying all of this because, you know, most people ask me, how often do you go back to Puerto Rico? And, oh, how's your family? Anytime there's a hurricane or a storm. And and I'm like, I really don't really have family there that I know or that I'm close to. And so that's why I haven't really gone back. And we talk about it and talk about it. And, oh, the kids need to go. So this is a trip that just kind of came together because I'm just tired of talking about it. I'm tired of talking about things. I just want to start living. And if it's something that I'm able to do or capable of doing, I just want to start doing it. Um, I don't want to wait 15, 20 years to take my kids to where, you know, we're from, because I'm not just from there. That's part of their heritage and they should know where they come from. And, you know, my grandmother comes here and she only speaks Spanish. It's my, um, my only grandparent that I know is my dad's mom. And she doesn't speak any English. So they're around that. Or, you know, when my mom comes to visit, we, you know, speak Spanglish. Like she speaks Spanish. But sometimes if I forget a word, I'll throw in an English word. And, you know, being Puerto Rican and Dominican is such a strong heritage that I just don't want any of the culture to die with me or end with me because I didn't take my kids. And there's a story that I I wish I would have just done this sooner because, you know, my dad has been passed. I've talked about my dad um, passing away uh, seven years ago. And right before he passed away, he's from the Dominican Republic and we wanted to take a trip. So he passed away in December and a few of the last conversations that I had with him was, hey, we're going to take this trip next year. Next year, we're going to take this trip to the Dominican Republic so the kids can meet my family, you know, his family, who he has a huge family over there. I barely know half of half of them. I don't even know most of them. I've only been there a few times in my life. And so we were so excited, you know, for him to show us around and to meet this other huge part of who we are. And he passed away before that could happen. So I just, I don't want to continue to live my life that way, if that makes sense. And so we're taking this trip that just literally was put together within uh, a month or two. And I'm just not going to wait for the right time anymore. I don't want to live with with regrets. I don't want to live with shoulda, coulda, wouldhaves, maybe next year, maybe next time. I just, there's just something that has clicked in me. Maybe I think it happened last year around the time where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. And I've been wanting to do this for the last five, six, seven years. And I just always make excuses as to why I can't do it. And last year forced me to do it because we weren't really doing a whole lot of anything last year, but being at home. And um, so in saying all of this, I you know, was looking, I saw some articles about Um, You know, people at the end of their lives, I'm sure a lot of you have probably read a lot of these uh, articles or, you know, read um, things about what people regret at the end of their life. And I found one by, um, it's Bronnie Ware, and she was an Australian nurse. I'm sure, I don't know if she still is, but a nurse who um, worked in hospice. So she took care of those that you know, we're at the end of their lives. And she started asking them what regrets they had. And she came up with five of them. So five regrets. And the first one that everyone says at the end of their life is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself. 
not the lives of others expected of me. And in doing this podcast, that's what I'm starting to hear from people. And hopefully some of these people will come on and share their stories and share their truths. Because a lot of us are living for others or living in a way that we're expected to be. And a lot of these people, she says, she went on to say that a lot of these people wish that they had pursued their own plan and not what others wanted them to do. I feel like there's a lot of us in, in that boat. Um, and just talking to some of my friends and, and you know, uh, people open up to me for some reason. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is, but people open up. And, and so I get a lot of um, kind of the same stories, maybe different situations, but similar stories um, of what struggles and internal struggles people are going, tr- going through. Um, the second regret that people have mostly um, came from men. And it was, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And like I said, this came mostly from men. And a lot of them missed a lot of activities because of work or family, you know, gatherings because they were too busy working. Um, I would have to admit that was my father. Um, I'm sure if he could come back to this earth, that would have been one of his regrets. I, I would think he would say that. Um, the third one was, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. And I loved this one because that's what I'm learning to do. I am learning to express myself in the best way that I can to not offend people. Um, sometimes people still get offended, even with this podcast. Um, things that I have said have rubbed some people the wrong way. And all I can say is I'm trying to be as respectful as I can be. However, I need to speak my truth, speak it from my perspective, because, you know, my perspective can be completely different than someone else's perspective. And we just have to learn that my view is going to be different than your view. So you can't get upset when I've expressed myself on something that I've lived through, I've seen with my own eyes and my own experience. And they're just, you know, some people don't have the courage to express them, their feelings. And I completely understand because people get so offended or we don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And in doing that, though, they said that they became very bitter for holding on to these feelings. And when you become bitter, that comes out in your health and physically, because you're just holding on to these things that are just building up in you. And what used to happen with me was I would not express myself and literally hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. And then I would just explode. I would go off and let you know everything that I was holding on to. And that is not healthy because the other person would be like, what the heck? And where is this coming from? And what is happening? And it's because I didn't express myself in that moment or, you know, or in the moments after I would hold on for like months, sometimes years. So I learned that it takes, uh, you know, it, it throws off the other person because they're just not understanding what they did. And it's, it was a struggle for me because I was holding on to these things. So when I read that, I was like, okay, I'm on the right track. 
if someone has an issue with how I express my feelings, let's just sit down and have a conversation. I am not opposed to that, but I refuse to hold on to things because I do not want to be a bitter old lady. <laughs> um, all right. So the fourth one was, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. So they said that they got caught up in day-to-day activities and forgot to stay in touch with their friends and, and their friendships. And that was a good one for me because I'm a social butterfly. However, there's times where I retreat and I like to um, just be by myself. So that means I avoid hanging out with people. And yeah, I, I and, and sometimes I don't keep in touch with people like I should. Um, I'm I tell this all the time, but this is not an excuse. And I'm working on it that because I moved so much, I would have a friend, and then we would move, and that would be that would be out of sight, out of mind. And as I've gotten older, that's kind of been my mentality, and, and I know that's not healthy. So if someone's not in my face all the time, um, I just. I, it's not that I forget about the people. It's just not a um, something that I pursue on a regular like I should. So I'm definitely working on that. So reading that, I was like, all right, things that I'm working on are things that people are regretting at the end of their life. And the fifth one is I wish that I had let myself be happier. They re- regret that they didn't choose joy, but instead they chose to be angry and sad. So I'm sure all of us would love to be happy. And I think sometimes we think it's not a choice. And in talking to um, the therapists that have been on, um, Britt Morris, we have had a few shows with her and she's teaching us to control our thoughts, to control our mind. And what enters in there, we have full control over. So I felt when I read that, I was like, okay, Brick is on the right track with, you know, teaching us those, those methods. But then I found, um, besides that, I found on powerofpositivity.com. So I found this on this website. It had those five things, but then it had an additional five items on there. And I was like, huh, interesting. These all pertain to me as well. And maybe they'll pertain to you. So we have those five from Bronnie Ware, who is a nurse or was a nurse in Australia. And the other five that I found on powerpositivity.com was, I wish I cared less of what others think. And it said, live in your truth and don't worry yourself with what others think. Live authentically, simply, and happily and do what feels right for you. And as long as you feel happy with yourself, nothing else matters. There is nothing to expand on that because that was worded beautifully. I was like, heck yeah. And I just believe that wholeheartedly that we should just live in in who we are and be okay with it. You know, Um, obviously there's things that we could work on to be better people. So I'm not saying... I hate to say these things. And then the people that um, have things to work on are like, well, this is just who I am. So you got to take me or leave me. No, I think there's still things that people need to work on, including myself. Um, But like the core of who we are, I feel like that's what it's talking about. Just living who you are um, internally and not being ashamed of it. 
Um, The other one was, I wish I didn't worry so much, which I don't feel like I worry as much anymore. I don't know about how you all are. Um, I feel throughout the years, well, in the beginning, when you're younger, I was worrying all the time. Um, But just I find out that when you worry, there was really nothing to worry about because things always work out in the end. We worry, we worry, we worry. And things just work out the way they're supposed to. Yes, yeah, sometimes it sucks and it hurts while you're going through it. And maybe there was cause for worrying. But most times when you think about it, that's not even something that we should um, allow to control you know, our minds with. So I wish I didn't worry so much. The next one was, I wish I took better care of myself. So it was um, talking about exercising and just going to the doctor and physically taking care of yourself because at the end of your life, when someone else has to take care of you, yeah, there's no turning back after that. So I like to exercise and I was just having this conversation today at the gym um, because one of the girls was saying that her mother, who's, uh, I think she says she's 79, uh, works out still. Like she um, does weights. So I do, I go to a CrossFit gym and we lift a lot of weights. We do a lot of cardio it's very, very intense. And so when I see older people doing these kinds of workouts, I'm like, heck, yeah, like that's what I want to do. And that's who I want to be when I get older, because why do we have to stop moving around just because we're older? So that brings me joy to see older people doing their thing in the gym or outside. I'm just, I say more power to you. So when um, my friend said that about her mom, I was like, heck yeah, yeah. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to be 79 years old here at the CrossFit gym doing our thing. Um, The next thing was, I wish I didn't take life for granted. And I'm going to read verbatim what it said because I just liked, I didn't want to paraphrase. I liked exactly what it said. So it says, many people actually take their life for granted and they don't appreciate all the little things around them that make up their environment. The bees that pollinate the foods we eat the plants that provide us with sustenance, the air we breathe that gives us oxygen, the water we drink that keeps us hydrated, the sun that shines down on us and gives us life, we should appreciate all of it. Even if you don't have much in life, you could at least say your thanks for having the basics that the universe provides you with. I think that is so beautiful. And I'm trying to do that so much more with... Um, yeah, looking at our environment where we live, we have a ton of trees, we have deers, we have a lot of critters, we have all four seasons, which is beautiful. And instead of wishing it was winter or wishing it was summer, or wishing it was spring, wishing it was fall, let's just enjoy every season, every moment. And that's what I'm trying to do. If it's winter, let's enjoy that. Yeah, I don't like being cold, but you know what? Let's bundle up and let's just see the beauty of winter. And um, it's just, it's, it was a good reminder to just slow down and look around you and just see the beauty of, of what God has given us here on this earth. Uh, for example, also, I was driving with my kids yesterday and there's this gorgeous tree and that had pink flowers on it and, and it's cold here, but it is full bloom and gorgeous. And just seeing that, it's like, yeah, I need to keep my eyes open Sometimes I daydream when I'm driving. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's just keep our eyes open for things like that, for the beauty that is right in front of our faces. So I thought that was a good one. 
And the very, very last one from this article that I saw on powerofpositivity.com, I wish I lived in the now. And I'm going to read it verbatim as well, because this one I thought was amazing because not a lot of us live in the now. And it says, more than anything else, it seems most of us have issues with living in the now. We reminisce on the past and we wish we could bring it back or we long for a future that hasn't happened yet. Either way, we live out of alignment with the present, which means that we're never truly experiencing life. We're experiencing moments in our memory or moments in our imagination. We aren't experiencing the raw moments, the moments unfolding right before our eyes. That I had to read verbatim because my gosh, isn't that the truth? Reminiscing on the past and longing for the future. So let's just start living in the now because these people that are on their deathbed, this, these are the things that they regret. So starting today, I am going to work on these things. That is a vow to myself. I want to work on all 10 things because at the end of my life, I want zero regrets. I want to have said everything I needed to say and done everything that I needed to do with absolutely no regrets. And I told you this was going to be short and sweet. I'm going to Puerto Rico next week and I'm so excited. So there's not going to be a show next Wednesday. I will return in mid-March. Um, I don't know the exact date, but not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. We'll get back on track with our recordings, with guests. But I just, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that because in in searching, I don't know if searching is the right word, but in looking at my life and the next, hopefully 40 years, you know, I'm 41, hopefully the next 40 years, these are the things that I want to work on and be close to mastering. I don't know if we'll ever master certain things in life, but I want to be dang damn close to just being in all of those things because I don't ever want to regret anything when I leave this earth. So I will end with a very awesome quote that talks about living in the moment. When I read it, I was like, okay, this pertains to you know, living in the moment. And it's by James A. Murphy. It's not that we spend five days looking forward to just two. It's that most people do what they enjoy most on those two days. Imagine living a life where every day are your Saturdays and Sundays. Make every day your weekend. Make every day a play day. Thank you so much for listening to Virago 24-7. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and please give us five-star ratings. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Virago 24 underscore 7 and on Facebook at Virago 24 slash 7 and just connect with us and share your story. We'd love to hear from you. Just